Welcome back. I'm Ismail Akhrin, standing in for Lester Kivit, as you probably well know, and it's superfluous for me to remind you. But uh, we're, we're now moving to our beautiful news feature. And as you know, that uh, I have successfully and successively made the mistake of calling it beautiful noise. Nonetheless, um, this evening we'll be talking to, um, uh, based on uh Beautiful features. We, we we gave you four options, uh, listeners, and our, our you know tonight we'll speak to uh, Luke Crate, our animal care manager at Tears, and uh, at the Tears Animal Rescue Center in Cape Town. Every morning starts with a symphony of excitement. First comes the percussion, pause, pound against metal mesh to form the beat. Next, a city of howls. Pit bulls, tiny lap dogs, and pavement specials all bay in varied intonations, sounding the arrival of potential forever families. But when COVID-19 spread across South Africa, the shelter sank into deafening silence. I wanted to uh, welcome uh, to the show this evening, um, uh, Luke Great. Um, and would you care uh, to join us? Good evening. Well, just give us a second on this. Uh, we we've got a yeah, we've got Luke Great on the online. Uh, good evening, Luke. Hey, Ismail, I'm here. Thank I'm you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, well, you know, with this, your animal camp, your your you know, tears have done really well this week, and we've had a very good response about it with it. So, give us a bit of a background on what prompted you to launch this uh, uh, the expl- the um, the campaign. Awesome. Jim, well, the great escape, as we like to call it, um, was um, well, we decided we needed to get our doggies out of our kennels for lockdown um, because we rely so heavily on our volunteers to help us with like, the day-to-day running of the shelter and care and enrichment of the dogs. And um, during lockdown, we wouldn't be able to have any volunteers come through to assist us. And we also wanted to split our operational staff in two just in case anybody got sick or infected. Um, and we could kind of limit the spread of the infection. Um, so for our staff and for all 120 dogs in our kennels, the lockdown period was going to be quite a devastating time. Right. Um, yeah. It, uh, but uh, Luke, if you, I really wanted our listeners to to hear the clip, and uh, but I, I also needed just to introduce you first. So let's take a listen to the clip, and then uh, we can continue our conversation. Awesome. <laughs> Love and support can be found even in the darkest of times. My name is Luke Crate and I work at Tears Animal Rescue. Are you happy puppy? You've got your bone, you've got your hoof, your toys. Ah, it's so wonderful. We were able to find homes for 120 dogs and puppies. You being a naughty boy. Having one-on-one attention and being in a home with people who can provide a loving and safe environment was the ideal solution. Knowing that our rescues are safe and in loving, caring homes allows us to focus on helping animals in vulnerable communities during these times of uncertainty. Are you blanking, Santa? When a goal is shared by the community and is driven by love, it will be achieved. No matter what a dog or puppy has been through or had to endure, with a little time in TLC, they're always willing to forgive and to keep their tail wagging. Welcome back here with Cape Talk. I'm Ismail Akhreen. We have on the line with us Luke Crate of uh, Animal Care Center at Tears. And Tears have, uh, are our beautiful news feature of the week. Uh, you just heard a delightful uh, clip there of them. And how many animals do you currently support and in which areas, Luke? Um, well, we support quite a lot. At the moment, we've got about 30 to 40 dogs and puppies at our shelter. 
Um, and they're all in your admission, so we get them vetted and checked by a vet before we place them into foster homes during lockdown. Our cats and kittens are still with us. Um, we've got a, a cat tree on our other property, and we have about 110 cats and kittens at the moment. And then we've also got a, a welfare clinic, and we service the communities of Oakland, um, Ocean View, Masipu, Malele, and Red Hill. And we offer veterinary treatments and emergency support to animals in need. Oh, that, it sounds like, you know, the work up in Masipulela, that's very good. And how are you getting food to the recipients? Um, well, we've, the shelter animals, we've pretty much shocked up and, and we've good for the food and the shelter animals. Um, the major problem that we're experiencing now during lockdown is so many people are really struggling financially and they just can't afford to look after the pets like they used to. Um, so we are inundated with pleas for help for food. Um, we started our Feed Hungry Pets campaign and we also members of the public as well as um, food distributors to donate dog and cat food so we can go out there and feed needy animals and, and keep the pets with their, their families instead of them having to surrender them to the shelter because they just can't keep them anymore. Well, you know, how has lockdown, lockdown affected the salaries of people? Because how many people do you employ? We have about 40 to 50 staff members. Wow. Um, and yeah, so that's animal care staff, our clinic staff. We also have charity shops as well, and that brings in most of our income that supports the organization. Um, so what our charity staff had to stay at home, um, we had to close our charity shops because we couldn't operate them. Um, so yeah, there's a, a huge shift as well. We had to split our operational team up, so we didn't want um, like one member to become ill with COVID and we spread it to all the other staff members. So we had two different um, teams working at the shelters. Um, in the communities, people who are like casual workers who didn't have work, a lot of people put on short time, they were trenched. Um, in the communities, we support the, the effects of, of COVID. The, the COVID lockdown has been horrific. It's, it's been really bad. Um, so how do how do people um, go about becoming a foster family or pledge support? Yeah, when we first originally um, initiated the Great Escape in an attempt to find foster and for the dogs for shelter, we were inundated by emails and pleas for help and people offering to take animals. We received over a thousand emails, which was just incredible. Um, so within three days, we managed to place all the dogs and puppies at the shelter just before lockdown into foster homes. Um, and then all the new admissions that we're getting as well, we're assessing them, vetting them, and putting them into, into foster homes. So without Cape Tonian support and, and love for tears and for racing animals, we really would have been um, stuck with, with a whole bunch of very unhappy dogs. Um, I imagine, you know, um, w- without going to, into the, the, the polemics of it, I imagine that, you know, the gradual um, uh, lifting of the lockdown will make uh, fundraising a bit easier for you. Exactly. Yeah, we've managed to open up our charity shops again, also like limited um, stock that we can sell, but at least we're back up and running. Um, also receiving donations as well. So anything, clothes, linen, bric-a-brac, furniture, anything we can sell to raise funds for animals. Right. Um, also the donations in general kind of took a tip for the worst as well. People were a bit more wary about um, spending money and, and giving money away. So we really had to work hard at keeping people um, sponsoring and donating and, and carrying on because donations really fuel our work and without our supporters and without people's help, we wouldn't be able to do half of what, we, what we're doing. Look, something just crossed my mind and, you know, I don't uh, go by the script. 
um, even though, you know, that's what I'm meant to do is I lived in the U.S. for a long time and there was an ad uh, round about Christmas uh, every yeah. year that said a pet is not just for Christmas, it's for life. Exactly. And the point was that after people get, you know, pets for, for Christmas and pets for for whatever gifts, these pets become abandoned. Is that a trend in South Africa? Um, it is. It's not as bad as it used to be. I think definitely with all the campaigning globally, people have realized that you can't just give a pet as a gift. Um, so when people, especially if they're adopting a dog from a shelter, right. and the adoption process is not quite strict, but we just want to make sure we're placing dogs in a home where we think they're going to be there forever, they're going to be loved and looked after. Right. And we'd like to make sure that people are also choosing the right type of dog for what they what they expect the dog to be. So you're not going to give a, a very young, active border collie to someone who prefers to sit on the couch and watch movies kind of thing. Um, so it's always good to kind of match up the dogs right. and cats as well at good home. Um, with the Christmas gift, it was pretty much what I think kind of went down was people would take on a cute puppy as a beautiful little Christmas gift. And puppies are a lot of work and people just aren't really emotionally, physically, they don't have the time during the day to yeah. for a puppy. Yeah. And then come January, February, it's kind of an old piece worn off and they yeah. need to find a new home for this, for this poor little dog. Yeah. I, I must confess, I, I, I thought briefly uh 10 seconds about uh, getting a dog but the dog i wanted uh, was a border collie and i'm and I'm, i was led to believe that uh they need a lot of space to run they need a lot of space <laughs> anyway so i got a goldfish but that was <laughs> that's a better option <laughs> I'm, and you know i my goldfish was called uh, gill and uh, <laughs> I don't think he lasted very long. But, uh, you know, thank you very much for what you're doing. And uh, I, I hope it goes from strength to strength and that you're giving new life uh, to uh, animals and, um, and you know, giving new friends to people because uh, okay. friends are, you know, animals are, you know, can be great friends. And uh, we also need to be to watch that they're not abused because uh, that is another problem, animal abuse. Yeah. And, uh, so thanks very much for what you're doing. And uh, yours is our beautiful news feature this evening. Thank you very much. Thanks for Thank joining us. Thank you so us. much. Thank you. Have a good evening. You too.